What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. I have some fuck around topics too. Oh, good. We'll just fuck around for a bit. Our fit is what we do best. Yeah. Okay, I already hit record on accident. So well, ready? shit. Get your bell. Get your There it is. Welcome, Welcome to you. Wait, what? <laughs> what is happening? with us. Yeah, it's our first time, guys. We're brand hey, new. New pod. You probably, I'm so hopeful that this podcast is going to take off. Yep. We're, I'm Ashley. I'm Colleen. And, uh, we're we're on fire today is what we are you know um so you guys are listening to this on tuesday so the beyonce album has come out oh yes since since then and chris asked me he hadn't listened to it yet he asked me so what are are we talking about bay at the top of the episode i thought maybe you're gonna say no i have a tie-in with this i have a tie because you said i hope this podcast you know can be something and uh and uh, so chris asked me what do you think you know, what do you think of the album? And I gave him my uh, thoughts. Yeah, I gave him several thoughts. And then, um, but the, the the bottom line was, she's, she's, this is a hit. This is a hit. And Chris. Are you talking about this in faves? Like, when can I talk about well, it? Well, we can talk about it. I didn't bring it up in faves, actually. Okay, me neither. But, um, so we can talk about it now. And I can totally yeah. share my thoughts. But the long story short of the thoughts were, duh, this is going to be a massive hit. And Chris, Chris looks at me and in the most genuine way, he said, good for her. Good for her. She needed a win. <laughs> it just Did she? No, but that was the funny part. It's like exactly the okay, last I see person what you're in the yeah. world right, who needed yet a win. another huge. Good for her. Good for, spe- okay, she I wanna get, needed a win. I want to get Beyonce back to Beyonce, but that reminds me of like actually someone that needs a win. Did you see Will Smith's apology? I did. And I, my heart. I've had an accident. I need a, I just spilled my beer all over my pants. I need, you are can you slop. fill in just for a You're second? You're a sloppy mess. I mean, it's, it's actually, she took a page out of my book, folks. She's left, she's left the stage. She's left the stage. She's got to go get a whole blown, full blown towel to clean up after herself. And that's something I would do. Right. I, I'm, I, she comes in prim and proper. She's got a whole syllabus for every show. Those of you who've been around since the jump have seen Colleen, like had printed out notes for shows and I just come in flying like a, I just okay, got what I miss. What I miss. Tornado. What I miss. I was just talking about how you took a page out of my book. Cause I'm usually the slob. Yeah. So what I was you are, trying to do was the side a poor. vacuum to clean up the absolute <laughs> disaster. Oh yeah. It's a real, it's created. It's off. It's a I'm flooding here. Um, so what I was trying to do was the old side pour with the beer where you, you know, pour it in the glass at an angle right. so that it's yeah. just whatever, which probably doesn't really need to be done for this beer anyway. And I was all wrapped up in talking to you that I missed the glass and I just was <laughs> pouring beer just pouring out. Leg. Wow. And I noticed it relatively soon, but not soon right. enough for it to be a thing. Obviously. Right. It wasn't like you could just brush it off. You had to get something. And yeah, now I'm just help. doing it. And I'm just dumping it in. Um, okay. So Will Smith, my, I did my heart really, I felt for him. Um, not I, like because he said, I am working really hard to not think, to tell myself I'm a piece of shit. Mm. Right. He has a lot of regret and a lot of remorse and to do it on that public of a stage. And he's like, it is so 
this is part of my, he basically said something like, this is part of my childhood trauma is letting people down. And so if I go there, like I know that I let people down, my fellow nominees, I ruined so many people's nights. And he's like, and I, you know, I can, I just, and I also imagine he's been getting so much judgment because what he did is not right. Right. But like, sometimes it's easy to forget there's also a human in there mm-hmm. and maybe like that he's working hard to not be depressed yeah. right now, you know? Yep. So that guy needs a win. Yeah. I think he, I think I this apology it. is genuine. It's Very. like the way to do it. It's not just, yeah, not a written statement, not a written statement. The words mm-hmm. weren't just perfectly curated. Like yep. we've seen a million times before. This yep. is real. This is genuine. It's like, I think it's a, it seems to be landing very well. Like a lot of the feedback that I've seen so far is just like compassion for him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and onward. Yeah. You know, hopefully he can go on. He seems like he's really, right. you know, hopefully he can go onward, but I'd love to, I'm a big Will Smith fan still. Turns out. It's one of those so. things. I just feel like this is something that's going on with culture right now where I think in general, people are probably unhappy. Like it's gotta be where this comes from. And so instead of looking inward and like, how can I be, and, and I say this knowing like, I also had a response to this thing. Right. So like, I also had thoughts about this Will Smith and like we talked about on the pod. So, but in general, when we crucify people for doing things that are not worth crucifying them for, Right. Right. Like there's there's repercussion repercussions, certainly. But this guy is not like a sex trafficker, child predator. Right. Right. Um, So when we crucify people for that, it's it's so sad. I just saw there's a Beachbody coach this week who um, she's got over a million followers on TikTok and she apparently went live and she has a 10 month old baby and he wasn't listening to her. So she like tapped him on the butt. It was off camera. So you couldn't really see. But apparently people are full blown, like going after her as like a child abuser. And she had to turn her account off. And I mess, I saw, I didn't know anything about it until I was scrolling TikTok and something popped up in my feed. And I was like, Oh shit. And so I went and voicemail with her on Instagram. And I'm like, I just want to let you know, like I've been in these storms before. And when you're in the storm, it looks like there's no way out. It is so scary when you're in the eye of the tornado, right? You're just like spinning and everywhere you turn, you're just being hurled like what a piece of shit you are. And it is so hard to rise above and be like, okay, this tornado will pass. And so I was just like, just so you know, like I know that this is your whole world right now and it's very scary, but they will move on. People will move on to the next thing because that's what people do. They just find the next thing that they can crucify someone for. And it's like, she could learn Sure, that wasn't probably her proudest moment, right? But there's a way for her to learn that maybe swatting your baby on the butt isn't the, uh, right? Like she can learn that without being absolutely demoralized and crucified. And I just, it kind of makes me sad that that is what's happening because then you see, like I thought Will Smith seemed very genuine and it really made me sad to think, because I haven't noticed he's been gone for three months, Mm -mm. right? Nope. I haven't been, I haven't even noticed there's a storm. Meanwhile, he's in the eye of the tornado, just like spinning. Yeah. Right. Well, and this is and it happening. Seems like to there's real been people. a lot that's come up with like his family yeah. too. And like, yeah, he even apologized to Jada mm-hmm. on there. 
Yeah, you know, it sounds like there's a history too with like yeah. Chris Rock kind of coming after Jada or something. And there was yeah. a point made on my Twitter feed that was like, okay, so now Chris Rock's turn to apologize to Jada if we're going to be looking mm. for things. Like if mm-hmm. there's context there and history between – like real – like it's not just a joke. It's like real right. things happening between them and a dynamic that we probably aren't aware of. Um, mm-hmm. But they're like, but that would probably be laughed at like or laughable. Like that he doesn't – it's not owed or something. Yeah. So this is an yeah. interesting conversation. But uh, – Anyway, what are you all right. On? So Beyonce's album. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. But is, what are you sipping on? Okay, I'm sipping on. I brought two because you know me. Yeah. I can't have just one. Um. So I brought one of the holiday brew, the one that, that you had a couple weeks ago, the oh. blonde. Oh, okay. I felt like a beer. Yeah. I thought that sounded really good. Yeah. Holiday favorite blonde gluten free beer, and then a backup is this endless afternoon watermelon hard soda. Nice. Whatever. What did you bring? Yes. You brought the same sour beer you've been drinking. Yeah. Ten barrel brewing raspberry sour. I'm 10 out of 10 curious to hear your thoughts on the Beyonce album because we were break my soul. We were on opposite ends. I was, I'm still just moving and grooving to it. And you were like, this isn't for me. And I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm going to like this era of Beyonce. I've never listened to an album. I'm sure you have because you're a music person, but this seems like a first time for me where when you press play on the first song, there is no, like, you can't tell where one song ends and another one begins. Mm. It is a entire art. Transitions are start. The transitions are. And so when I heard break my soul, it made absolute sense in the album. Right. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to vibe. Like, um, and there's then some spicy, some saucy things in there. There's some things that don't make sense to me, which happens on pretty much every Beyonce album. Um, and I can't I can't tell if this is going to be like one that I can sing to. I think there mm. are, you know, because like Lemonade, I loved because I could like yeah. sing to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was fired up with her. And I can't tell yet, but I'm just going to give it some spins. Yeah. But I feel like it is a work of art. It's very on brand for like the show, the on the run tour, how we were like, that wasn't a concert. Mm-hmm. That was a literal performance and work of art. Mm-hmm. That's sort of how I feel about this album is it is art. Yep. You know, it's not isolated. I've never heard anything like it. And I'm sure she's not the first to do it, but I yeah. think it's great. So what's your... Oh, I love it. Educated brain. No, and, I mean, I, know, lo- I don't know thing. if I want to give like the whole... Because I think I'm probably very boring when I talk about it, but it's just, I love it. I love it. I listen to it. I want to move. Um... She doesn't – Beyonce has nothing to prove. She's already mastered everything in every way. And what I love about this album is she's having a good time. She's she's playing with stuff and it's creative and it's fun and it's what she wants to do very clearly. Mm -hmm. And it's – it is a – it feels like a collection, but there's a lot of unique – things and there's a lot of risk in moments and I just I love it. This is an album for there I have not because Rolling Stone as of right now has not released their review of it. Um but I listen to it and I feel like this is like I just want to dance, man. Mm -hmm. I just want to dance. I want to be at the same vibe. I want to be somewhere on a vacation with some drinks, maybe on a boat dancing under the stars. This is what I want. And I'm, she takes me to places. It's, 
And I love yeah, her for that. It is like, cause it's not too housey. There is some house in there, but it's when it's, when that break my soul is in the middle of everything, it feels fine. It feels mm-hmm. very cohesive and it feels like, you know, at a club, there is no, there's never any silence because the mm-hmm. DJ mixes the songs together. Like yeah. there's no time where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Where's the vibe? And then the vibe comes back when the next song starts. Like it's just yeah. one big fluid situation. It's loose in the it's best loose. way. Um, so this is part one of three. This is going to be a trilogy. Yes. And I'm very curious if act two and act three, because she calls them acts. Yeah. And if we're talking about a collection of art, acts have, uh, ties, but they're not necessarily like these next two could be totally Totally different different. or or similar. And I'm so excited to see what she has up her sleeve. I haven't listed, uh, listened all the way through because I heard there was going to be some country or something. I haven't gotten any country yet. Hmm. Have you gotten country? There's some elements, but it's not like okay. country. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's elements. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Do we want to keep rolling with just but like flash faves? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Um. All right. I'm going to talk to you about real quick my favorite thing that I sipped. So I had this idea. Mm. This is not the favorite thing I sipped, but it's something I wanted to talk about. Okay. When I go to a restaurant... Like I went, I went out to eat the other day and I have, uh, it's the, my favorite restaurant that has the, um, like the cilantro, mint, pineapple, lime thing or whatever they, uh-huh. right. That I've talked about it many times. So I ordered that it's delicious. And then I wanted a margarita, but now when I have margarita, I don't want just the sugar. Like you can get it. T- most margaritas are very sugary. Right. So I look and I see, oh, they've got a spicy margarita here. And then they call it a skinny mark. Mm. And I have a little bit of a problem with that. I just had this thought, like, I, I hate calling, I hate ordering a skinny margarita because I just feel like it's so, it's just a more misogynistic, like, cultural, diet culture bullshit. And I had this idea as, I was like, you know what they should call that? They should call that a smart margarita. Because mm. it's, like, smarter yeah. for your body. Yeah. Right? To, like, not be loading it with sugar. Yeah. I just, I hate everything. When you call it the skinny, like, Bethany Frankel's alcohol is, like, skinny everything. Yeah. Skinny girl, whatever. This is like, it's for selling. Cause that's what everyone wants to be is skinny. And I think it's like, ugh, remo- this is a Renaissance yeah. too. Skinny girls you know? drink this as the implication yeah. is right. What about everybody else? I'm going to get what about skinny. everyone and I just, else. It's like, who's just <sighs> totally normal. Yeah. What are we drinking? Should just be called a smart. You know what I want? I'm going to order a smart margarita and the bartender knows, Oh, this person gives a shit about the yeah. blood sugar. Yeah. All right. And they care about flavor. How about, all right. How about everybody, everybody's margarita, everybody. Everybody's yeah. margarita. Everybody's margarita. But I was trying to think with like the S. Yeah, yeah, no, that's you know that's, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smart. It doesn't yeah. have to be smart, but it was just like, what can we say instead of skinny? It's yeah, like a smart. A smart mark. Savage okay. Mark. Anyway, best thing that I um, drank was I didn't know this was a thing, but when John and I went on date night, he ordered a tequila old fashioned. Did you know that's a thing? I did not, and I'm very interested. It was. And what he the, at this restaurant was like a fancy cocktail bar. So they had chocolate bitters, but it was tequila, one huge big cube, you know, the, the chocolate bitters, way. and then your like whatever the sugar and orange or whatever it was in there. It was insane. It was so good. Okay, I I really want to try this. There's we need probably to probably an online recipe. We need to start a master list of things we're gonna do when you're here. Yeah. Um. And yeah, because guys, I'm going to be up there in th- three weeks. Okay, Ash, I'm making a list right now. Ash trip. Get it started. Chocolate 
tequila. I, mean, I was just thinking the chocolate bitters. Oh, I but want, like I want to try though. Like we yeah. must try. Because I was thinking just the other day about the cinnamon tequila orange situ- the <gasps> shop. Remember that? And I forgot about I thought that. about this like yesterday. Randomly, it popped into my head. Yeah. And so this idea of this kind of sweetness with the tequila and the orange. Mm-hmm. 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 And still the one big, I thought, Colleen, one big cube here. We got one it's big cube. It's the only cube. way you can do an old fashioned. Anywhere it's else, if they serve it. it outside of a one big cube, you take your money elsewhere. That's not, you're not having yeah. a proper old fashioned. Yeah. F off. Yeah. Oh, well, did you know there's like, like sweet old fashions? What do you mean? Well, when I go to visit my sister-in-law, Jesse in Texas, they do old fashions at every, um, like holiday function. Yeah. And so he does like, let me look it up. Sweet old. It's very sweet. So yeah, let me show you. Oh, it's a Wisconsin. It's a Wisconsin. That's a, Wisconsin a thing. thing. It's a Wisconsin thing. They do not do. See, look at this. Oh, they do it. This like is on the exactly rocks. what it looks like. Okay. It's like maraschino cherries, a bunch of rocks, um, maraschino. So orange, maraschino, cherry juice, bitters, ice cubes, brandy, yep. water, orange juice, and lemon lime soda. Yeah, this is a. This is some bars make it this way too. Yeah. Um, and this is a spin on the old fashioned, and it's fine. It's not my cup of tea. It's yeah. I just I I don't I don't actually like it that much. I yeah. like it when I'm with them because it's their tradition and like traditions are super fun. Yeah, but it's very sweet. And I what I like about the old fashioned is the whiskey. Do you like smoky vibes? No, oh. that's one thing I didn't mention. So this tequila old fashioned, it was smoked. They had like a smoke machine yeah. and like put it in the thing and smoked it and then brought it over. And John John ordered it, and it, John loves smoky. Love it didn't smoky have too, too much smoke flavor to me, yeah. but I'm not a smoky. I never was. I I started out uh, with whiskey on ginger ales and whiskey, like Woodford and ginger. Yeah, that was like my entry point. So it's sweeter, right? I started out sweet, and now and then I went kind of like okay without the sweet, just sort of neutrals, like mm-hmm. and like straight old fashions. Mm-hmm. And now I'm I'm in, I've been into smoke for a while. But what does that mean? Like, just do the they smoke, smoke it, or is it smoked whiskey? There's both. There's all kinds of ways that yeah. you can. So I made Chris an old fashioned um, when we were at the cabin, and we bought a smoked simple syrup. Mm-hmm. So instead of using oh. a sugar cube, we used a little bit of smoky simple syrup, and then we did uh-huh. some bitters and just <gasps> a whiskey that we like. And so that was like a little smoky flavor. But then there's also whiskeys that are um, more of that sort of uh, hit you in the throat kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. this is this is I'm excited to try this tequila drink. I'm very yeah. interested. So we got to we got to check that out. Best thing that I heard. So Chelsea Handler sort of started annoying me cuz she was just like a little I don't know. It was a, it, actually she started acting the way I started acting when I was real high at the top of my mountain um before I got knocked down, which is just like I can do no wrong. Right? And there is something to be said for that, but it's also like I, I actually think, so I'm listening to, this goes to the best thing that I heard. I listened to her on Chelsea or on um, Glennon Doyle's podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. And she's fresh off her breakup with Joe, mm. Joe Coy, mm-hmm. I think is his name. Yeah. And she's been going to therapy for years. She's like a very enlightened, deep human now. And I was very moved by that podcast. So then mm. I went and bought her book, which is uh, Life Will Be the Death of Me. And I just started listening to it. And she actually, there's a part in there. It's a second chapter. She's talking about how like 
one of the badges of honor she wore her whole life was how strong she was. And she was like, and I would go to bat and you guys have heard, heard me say this. She's like, I would go to bat for anybody, anyone I loved. And some people I didn't even really know. She's like, I would like, I would take an ax to the chest. I, I would do all these things. And she's like, but then when people weren't as bullish as me and they wouldn't have my back that same way, she was like, I burned that bridge. Right. Mm. And she's like, because uh, you know, it was part of my pride was like, I'm so strong and I'll do this. But really that was sort of her part of her conditioning of like, nobody can touch me. I'm not broken. I'm totally fine. Mm. And it was unpacked trauma basically. And it made me sort of realize like, oh, I wonder if part of, if that's part of where I'm coming from too, is like, I'm so strong. You can't touch me. I've got this hard armor that you can't break through. Um, And she's like, I would never cry for myself, but I would cry for people that I love. Right. And she's like, and after therapy, what I realize is as I'm crying for them, I'm actually crying for me. Right. But I would never allow myself. I would never allow someone to see me crying for me. Well, that's not something I've ever struggled with, but, um, I saw some of that and I have burned, like, I will, I will take anybody down for someone that I love, but I also take it very personally if it's not returned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I have conversations with, with someone, one of my friends, and she's like, we're, we're wondering what this next phase of our friendship is going to look like. And she's like, I just, you know, yeah, let's do this. But I think you have high expectations. And she's like, I'll never be the person that's going to burn bridges. And I said, totally fair. Right. Like, it's just, it's all so enlightening. And I did not expect to get this lesson from someone like Chelsea Handler. Mm. But it's like, I think her and I were both putting on this like hard exterior and we both still have the edge. Like I still have the edge, but now I've also got the awareness of like, it's also like nice to be held sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't have to just be beating everybody off. Like I got my own back. I got my own shit to let people like be there for you and hold you is also really cool. So, um, that is the best thing that I listened to was that podcast. And then I just started listening to the book, but I think it's going to be really good. I went and read some reviews. Um, like, and also like, you know, you love in a certain way. And if it's not loved in the way that you want it Mm -hmm. back, there's like the, Hey, you don't love me sometimes by yes. thing yes. that there's yes. lots of ways that people love and experience friendship that is not at all like not loving you. Yes. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there's That's like actually this whole what big yeah. middle ground uh-huh. between your love language and not being friends. There's like a whole world. Huge amount. Yeah. Yeah. And I was taking things to mean that I must not be as loved if I, if people weren't going to bat for me, I must not, they must not love me the way that I love them. Mm. And that's not what that means. Um, right. Years ago in high school, I saw this quote that says, just cause someone doesn't love you like the way you want them to, doesn't mean they don't love you with everything they have. Mm. And, um, you know, that sounded good at the time and I only applied it to guys, to boys, but really that is, I've thought about it over the years, you know, it's always been something I've come back to but I've never really practiced true belief that that also applies to friends. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not the burn a bridge type, right? And you're like the, clo- like the closest thing I feel like I have to a soulmate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you wouldn't burn a bridge. That's not you, but I yet always feel loved by you. Mm-hmm. Right. But like it, t- there have been times where I'm like, why isn't call burning that bridge? And I think part of the beauty of our friendship is you've always given me grace when I do things that maybe you wouldn't normally do. And instead of 
say, you know, like I remember the time we probably talked about on this podcast, but where you found out, I think something about we put an offer for the house in Arizona, or I was, we got an offer on the one in Oregon, whatever. It was basically like the wheels were turning that we were moving and you found out on social media. And instead of being, well, initially you were her, but then like gave me the benefit of the doubt of like, okay, this is her job and this isn't against me. Yeah. And I don't know if I've always been that great at giving the benefit of the doubt of like, this isn't against me. Like I was taking all these things personally and it's just not personal. Like people love in different ways and their love is also beautiful. So there's lots of things everybody's working on for sure. And I think the, the moment that I had the realization was like, this isn't about me. Yeah. This wasn't, there was nothing in this that was like, about me, right? Yeah. And like so much of what we get upset about is like totally not has nothing to do with us. Well, pretty it's much like everything. Everything has nothing to do with us. Yeah. It's not about us. Yeah. We but we yeah. center ourselves in so much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that creates a lot of pain. Yeah. So anyway, that was the best thing that I've heard. And then I'll do one more. The best thing that I've read this is going to be old news. And I know some people don't like when I share stuff on Instagram and here, but it just is worthy of deal both. with it. It's not about you. Um, (laughs) It's not about you. Um, This letter from my grandma. Oh, the lost art. Okay, so she she puts this note. She writes us a letter, and it has just grandma writing. Also, yeah, you're so Mm -hmm. you're so lucky to still have a a grandparent in your life. She has. I miss my grandparents so much. This writing is like tight cursive and perfect. Tight cursive, perfect. And she's sitting, I'm sure she's oh. sitting down at her little table, right? And I just think it's adorable that she's got the white out, right? Mm. Like the white out pen. Oopsies. And she does this. She writes a little note, a little slip inside. Mm. Hello, Revy Jane. It's a little heart. And it says, I love you. A little heart sticker. Gigi and Gpa. And then I'm just going to read it because when I read it on my stories, I got a lot of messages about people that it, it reminded them of their grandparents that they don't have anymore. Yes. And made them cry. And made me think writing is a lost art and I want to start writing. Yes. And grandparents, like that era of grandparents that are, you know, it's the end of an era. for It's always an end of an era and beginning of a new. There's people who die every day and people who are born every day. But the, the people who are close to their way out, this is like they need every moment of airtime possible because there's so much we can mm-hmm. learn. So, so much. With that, I'd love to hear. They also yeah. um, date everything. It's perfect. I don't date anything anymore. Let's right? start. My parents still do, but we need to start dating. Yeah, everything. I'm in. So she writes July 16th, 2022, top right corner. She says, dear Ashley and John, what a fun time we all had at your gathering that I think Jen really was anxious to have so she could visit with everyone. Um, Jen is my aunt and she's, we just host, we just had people over for dinner. It was very good of you to have the group. It was a great time with a super taco spread, all just perfect. It was so fun to have time with our family, to catch up with all the current happenings. To see your little ones is so fun and entertaining. Revy is good at entertaining herself, but also has a good time with family members. Mac is getting good at talking and keeps us all watching his antics. Such a cute family. Um, now here we are at Lakeside. They're up north. We're still trying to keep the geese out of the yard. I think we are seeing a little improvement when our pinwheels are spinning. There has been some rain, but always wishing for more. We hope you come to the mountains this summer, but I know you have to work that out with renting. We'll try to get by to see your place. Stay healthy and happy. We love you and family, Gigi or Jima or Betty. And then she says, sorry for the poor writing. Hope you can read this. She's nine. You guys, she's going to be 95 in September. 
95 and they're they're up at lakeside they're they're on their own house they drive these windy ass roads my grandpa drives these windy ass roads three hours to their you know vacation home their winter home because it's it's 20 degrees cooler up there 15 20 degrees cooler and they're just there i love they just the two of like it's a ama- it is amazing and um so i save this i just i'm like this is gonna be something i'll probably frame or like just you know i just want to keep this forever and ever and ever so that's the best thing that i read what are your faves okay. call my faves i'm actually just now doing this what you're just finally putting no, together your favorites this app Call. Oh. Be real. B-E-R-E-A-L. And Ash, we need to do this with each other. B-E-R-E-A-L. So my friend Shannon turned me on to this the other day. So what you do is you get a little friend group on Be Real. And you know how Instagram is like perfectly posed, a lot of perfect yeah. stuff. And then there's stories, which is a little looser, but it's still pretty curated. Then there's like Facebook and like I don't I'm been off Facebook for so long, but everybody's sandbox is on Facebook. So what I love about be real is basically <laughs> you get a notification and you have to take a picture of whatever you're doing within two minutes. Ah! You have to like whatever you're doing. If you're on the toilet, you take a picture of your feet. Like you do it all, at all times and you can be late, but you kind of get like penalized or whatever. Um, so as you were telling that story, I got a notification that it was my turn to do a be real. Oh, shit. So I've quickly snapped it. I'm yeah. potting right now. You're in a good position. Yeah. Right now. But the other you day, I was feeding right Ellie. Now. I have been there. That's most yeah. of the times. And so then it's kind of fun because you see like what everybody's doing. Like someone took a oh picture of like their cubicle at work, which I've never seen my friend's cubicle at work. So it's kind yeah. of fun. It was like, take your friend to things. But we're the only people who see it. So no one right. else is seeing it. So you can be publicly. more vulnerable mm-hmm. or like you're at the grocery store, just snap a picture of the aisle or like whatever you're doing. And it's kind of a fun way to feel. And it's not all the time. It's not like it keeps just going all day. It's like one a day. Right? Does does someone have to trigger it, or does the I don't app trigger? Really no, I think it's the app. The app okay. kind of we got to like, get our when you're, book club when you're up. Yeah, it's like yeah. a fun way to stay connected in a yes. way that's and see the little ins and outs of the day, little ins and outs of life. Yeah. And there's and I didn't. Over, I, you don't have to overthink it. You don't have to post anything. Yeah. No one else Boop. sees it. Just yeah. And it's fun. It's fun. And then you can comment. Oh, you know, on people's um, like whose did I? Oh, I'm the first one of the day. So I I started it because she told us about this oh. app and I started it and then I added friends. And then um, I think they had completed the round for the day and so then I'm up. So then I'm oh. – so someone's got two minutes. Someone's late. But it, it's been really fun and I think it's cool. Um, I love that. That is a really cool thing. Oh, good job, world. Kidoki. Product. And I'm going to add this to our products list. This is not a new thing to a lot of people, but it's a new thing to me because we didn't need it with Ben and we definitely have needed it with Ellie and it's been awesome. Is the Windy. Did you have to use that? Oh, um, it, I never was successful. I tried it with both kids, but I never could get air out. Okay. So it's uh, this little, it's called the Windy Frida and it's this little tiny tool, basically their one-time uses. Tool is not the right word. They're just like this little contraption that if your baby's really gassy and they have, you know, when your baby's gassy because their stomach's really tight and they're really unhappy, like locked legs are upset. And if you've tr- exhausted methods, like this is a nice way to help relieve gas. And this sounds really gross, 
And I never – I was like had um, anxiousness about using it, I would say. Mm. Um, well, because you got to stick it in the butthole, which yeah. is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I just never needed it with Ben. But with Ellie, there's moments where it's like we can't really move on with like a feed or anything else until she gets some relief. And we don't have to use it that often. You can't use it more than I think three times in a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. But you just massage their little tummies for a minute and help kind of work it down. Use a little coconut oil. Use the Wendy. And it has worked every time for Ellie. And then she's calmed right down. Oh, yeah. And it's relief. been awesome. And it's been awesome. So I'll add that to our – um. Um, if you guys haven't shopped our faves, we have a, anything that you can buy on Amazon is updated all the time in our uh, uh, faves list. Link in, is in our Instagram bio. Um, you can sip with us as our Instagram handle, and then there's a link in our bio that you can access faves. You can also access it on our website, sipsquadpod.com slash shop. Okay. Last thing I'm uh, – I've just finished watching this, and I thought it was very well done and very good. Have you heard of The Bear? No. On FX. Mm-mm. Okay. It's uh, really buzzed about right now. Very high Rotten oh. Tomatoes, very high audience score. Um, super good show. So it's about this top-notch chef. His brother commits suicide. That's not giving anything away. It's like right off the gate. And his brother left him a, kind of his rundown restaurant. And he goes in and is like dealing with his brother's death and also, you know, fixing this restaurant. But – it's gotten a ton of buzz, not only because it's great acting and great writing and a great production and great everything, but people who are in the restaurant industry are like, wow, this is one of the more accurate representations of like what it's like to be. And it's not documented In the kitchen. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, okay. but it's like a really well done, like it takes people in the vibe of a kitchen that is, whew, means Did business. Did you say Hulu? What'd it's on say? FX. FX. Oh, so yeah. would that be like Peacock? Uh, like how do you watch or on demand? Like I are just, you watching it in real time? Chris just fine. He just goes to it on like demand. All right, I'll just I'll but just ask. We were remote. watching it on demand. Um, yeah, it's somehow. Okay, and we just burned through the whole season, so it's a fresh. You got a whole oh. whole season that you can that you can go nuts on. All right, okay, and then the last thing I'll talk about. I have made the best thing on the planet. Um, Ooh. okay, so. I don't know how I stumbled upon this um, or what I was – why I wanted to make these. Oh, I remember. Okay. I remember I was doing floor time like with Ellie. Like she was like doing tummy time. We were just like mm-hmm. looking at stuff and TV was on and it was Food Network. Um, And the Pioneer Woman was on who I've never – I don't really watch the Pioneer Woman, but she's great. She seems great. And she was making very quickly and easily – key lime pie cheesecake bars and I was immediately sucked into the TV and I thought okay this is something that I can really get on board with and (laughs) it was very easy to make and cheesecake can be kind of intimidating yeah so it's the and then it's but it oh my gosh so I we have new neighbors who moved in so I thought this is the thing I'm gonna make get the hell out of here you're bringing them you're such an angel I made them cheesecake bars I wanna be friends oh my god! I'm desperate to make friends like friends in our neighborhood you know so right whatever I can do like I'll just give people cash at this point like be my friend you know (laughs) yeah so I'm I'm gonna knock their socks off with some cause it's it sounds special 
Right. Oh, I made you some cheesecake yeah. bars. Annie mm-hmm. was talking, my friend Annie was talking about what she makes for Christmas, which is that um, Joanna Gaines' French silk chocolate pie. Like something branded that way. It's like, if that's the thing you make every holiday, people are going right. to be on board with it just from the moment you say French silk. Right. Done. It's like your Christmas crack. Yeah. So like your, key lime cheesecake bars. This is sex, yeah. sex appeal from a recipe title standpoint sign me up so the ingredients for the crust it's chocolate graham crackers butter and cooking spray for like the bottom and then for the filling it's just cream cheese sugar key lime juice which i just found at my grocery store i put in lime juice and this key lime juice came up that's another thing do you like lime limey stuff yeah i love key lime okay so i'll make these for when you're here but then also Mm. on the bottle it's like things that you can make with this. And it was like cocktails. I thought, ah, I want a key lime cocktail. That is summer. Oh. That screams summer. Where? I have had a key lime par martini m- before. I can't remember where, but I feel like I've had one with you. I want to say like Lucky Noodle or something in Eugene. Like, yeah, I have had one and they are good. We need to find a good recipe for a key lime cocktail. Vanilla yeah. extract, eggs, sour cream. And then you just make the filling, you make the crust, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You follow the cooking instructions, dust it with a little lime zest and a little powdered sugar Mm -hmm, on the top. mm -hmm. This is 10 out of 10 from a dessert standpoint. Whoa. Very, very good. Did you take it to the names already? Took half. So I made it in a big nine by 13, cut them into big squares, gave them half because no one wants nine by 13 amount. We kept the other half. Ben asks for them. Like he's a big, he loves limes though. He likes that like sour. Yeah. It's very good. So you so guys got to try it. What's the what's the report on the friendship situation? Yeah, haven't heard from them. Haven't okay. heard from them. <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> they like lime. Hopefully I didn't So you just screw that you, like left a note or I left a note. I said, welcome to the neighborhood. And when things calm, when life settles, because they know we have a newborn, uh, we would love to host you for dinner and drinks. So. And I'm just, now the ball's in the, their court. Right? Unbelievable. With a freaking newborn and you're dropping off a treat, a cheesecake treat at their doorstep? It was quick, too, because we were trying to get out the door and Ben was like... Unreal. Ben was not wanting to get out the door and we were trying to go oh to swim God. and that was a whole thing. And then I was like, here you go! And then I... I'll, you, I'll tell you what, my favorite thing I heard this week is this damn story. Yeah. Unreal, Colleen. She needs a bell. <laughs> Thrive Cosmetics, y'all. We've been talking about them now for several months. We're not ever going to stop anytime. Even if they don't want us to talk about them, we're going to do it. We're going to keep talking about them. (laughs) It is high-performance beauty and skincare products that are made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. They don't use parabens, sulfates, phthalates. It's 100% vegan and cruelty-free. I use, whenever I get my face together, I use their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It's their best-selling product. It has over more than 20,000 five-star reviews. What I love about it, of course, it's going to be lengthening and eye-opening. It What I love, though, is it's going to last all day. It doesn't clump. It doesn't smudge. It doesn't flake. So you don't get any fallout. And then it also, like, you can go swimming with it, and it does. you don't get these raccoon eyes, right? It mimics the look of lash extensions without any of the damage because it's a tubing formula, and it slides right off with warm water, a washcloth. It's kind of satisfying. I pull it off in the shower, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you just get a little bit wet, Mm -hmm. and it's like... I don't know. It's magic. Um, And then I also have been using their three-in-one invisible priming sunscreen. 
So they have the sunscreen. It's got SPF 37. Y'all know how I feel about that. But it also put it right on your face. It's clear. So no white cast and it preps your skin for makeup. So it's going to help prevent any sun damage, but it's also going to give you like nice, a smooth canvas for whatever makeup is that you put on it. I mean, huge fans, huge fans. They're bigger than beauty. Uh, mission is, is, I mean, again, as if we could be bigger fans for every product purchased thrive cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. They have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting, uh, numerous cases. And now is a great time to try thrive cosmetics for yourself. You can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash sip. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash sip for 15% off your first order. All right. Now we're going to just bullshit. We got some things. Someone wrote in, someone wrote in and gave us more whatever those things are. Bullshit Like the would you rather, like the hey, talk about things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is and great. That was like the most fun that we had recording an episode. If you have something recently. you want us to riff on, to banter, light and easy banter, right. email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. I can't wait to hear what this person wrote. Okay. So uh, if you found $2,000 on mm. the ground, mm-hmm. what would you do with it? Have, first of all, have you ever found any money on the ground? It's funny you mentioned this. Our friends, Caitlin and Mitch, dropped us off at dinner, and they come in with the dinner and five bucks. And I said, what's the five bucks about? Like, this was on the this was on your driveway or like in your sidewalk. Someone dropped five bucks on the sidewalk. I said, we didn't feel right. It was on your sidewalk. It certainly wasn't our five bucks. We got five bucks. So we just found five bucks oh. the other day. I haven't yeah. found, though, like a jackpot situation. I haven't found like oh. – tre- have you? Yeah. No way. Twice. What? One time in high school – I found a hundred dollar bill on the ground at an apartment complex. I was at my friend's apartment complex. It was late night. Tell you what we did with 20 of it. We went and bought toilet paper and went and TP'd a house. Wow. Wow. And then the rest of it, I, you know. Squirreled away. Because if you're with friends and you happen to be the one that finds it, it's like, well, okay, I won't just keep the hundred for myself, but the rest of it I put in the bank, you know. But like, let's go, let's... Put some, so I bought some, put some money on the teepee. Another time I found, I think like $800 or something like that at an apartment, at my apartment complex. Wow. And I just put it. That's there. a lot of money to find. Did you yeah. put out any kind of notification of like, hey? No. Wow. I should probably keepers. even told that story because it makes me sound terrible. But I was like. I just was like, oh, this is the universe. The universe knows that I, I need deserve money. I was this so freaking broke that <laughs> it was like, I was like, I thank you so much. You were, you know, like you I didn't even need to settle up that karma though and just like get a couple hundos. Yeah. And just that's actually true. Toss them in your neighborhood. Well, not, not my neighborhood. Maybe like, I don't know, somewhere. Toss them somewhere. Yeah. Go, to, go to somewhere where college kids dwell. Yeah, college kids are like a college fresh out of town. college. Yes. That's what it was. I was fresh out of college. So parents had cut me off. I got bills. I got all kinds of things. Yes. I couldn't afford living. And I just thought, oh, this is. Go this to a college campus. But it was campus. several hundred. I can't remember. Yeah. And I was able to pay my like 
that oh. made it so I could pay my rent without a credit card that month. Well, but you're right. I need to go. I need to go pay back. Okay. So if I found $2,000 right now on the ground, oh yeah, the question. I would probably do, depends where I was, but I would probably go turn it in wherever I, like if I was at the grocery store or if I was at the, like, I yeah. would leave a sign or something like next door post. But how do you suss out whose it is? Like, who wouldn't say that's my I would probably say, like, if it was on Nextdoor or in if it was in my community, I would say I found something on the ground. I think whoever wants, I would say the street yeah. that I found it on. Yeah. If you're missing it, let me, you know, tell me what you think it is and let me know. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say, oh, I found $500 <laughs> or two. It would be $2,000. dollars on Whose the ground. Whose is it? Whose is it? Like, I would probably, you know, yeah. do that. And if Smart. it was at a grocery store, like, I don't know that it would go to the right person, but at least I wouldn't have the bad karma. Yeah. Like, I was fine with the bad karma back then because that I was so freaking broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do anything. But now I think I'd feel too bad if I found 2000 What would you do if you found 2000 The exact same. Put it up. The on, exact like, same. You bring it in and then you yeah. put it on, like, the H, it, yeah. to the HOA. But I would give it, I would give it a week. Yeah. And then it's mine. Yeah. Then it's yeah. like I mean, I've like exercised my due diligence. Yeah. Now it's yeah. going to my bank account. What would you do if you found $2,000 when you were fresh out of college? Take would it. You, were, you, were you still a good person? Okay, oh, I would take God. it. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. No. <laughs> I'm like, college, I've never told anyone that I found that money at the apartment complex. Now you've told ever. a lot of I don't people. even, I've never even told John. Well, now it's I've out never there. told anybody. I remember my Because I knew the right thing to do was put it, to leave it or whatever, to like go put it, turn it into the apartment complex. I knew that was the right thing. Yeah. But I, there was a part of me that was like, this. Huh? They left it for me to find. This is the you. This is divine timing. Yeah, I need it. I need to pay rent. This is a gift from God. There we go. Yeah. Meanwhile, someone else couldn't pay rent. That yeah. Much. Meanwhile, <laughs> someone else's meanwhile, life was one hundred percent derailed. But hey, it's tough breaks. The word. I'm the word. That's why I've never said it ever out loud. But here I am saying it out loud. I like wish. Frickin I'm going to think of something for the next episode of something I've never told anybody. A deep, dark oh. skeleton, <gasps> and I'll share it so that will we're, you do it for real? So that we're equal. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. What is one recent trend you can't stand? I'll tell you all of them. <laughs> okay. I went to Express the. <laughs> I went to Express the other day, and I walked in and I thought, not a single. Fu- you couldn't pay me to take any of this stuff with me. Oh, I don't want bad. any of it. Yeah. The trends right now. And then I go, I go get my hair done, you know, and it's a very trendy salon. It's all young girls that know what the, like they're up on the current fashion trends. And I think all of you look like fools. Yeah. This yeah. is not going to work for me. Mm. I don't like any of the trends right now. It's like, I think, I think it's nineties style maybe. Okay. But it like Doc Martens are back. Uh, t- Chacos, Tiva sandals are in style now. Okay. Um, I don't like the the Levi's big ass baggy jeans. Yeah. I don't like the crop tops really. I don't like the homeless look. I don't like any of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not so real every trend trendy. Right now, I'm not very it. trendy. I'm not I've never been trendy. I like what I like and I stick with it. You know? Yeah. Can you picture even a trend right now that you're like not a single one. I'll tell you the la- the last trend we got on. What? Biker shorts, baggy tees. Yeah. Let me live in that. I'm fine with that. Life. That was like a, that was like the COVID trend. That was like yeah. 2020 to 2021 trend. Yep. I don't know what the hell these people think they're doing. Have people grown out of that? Gro- yeah, we're out of it. Uh, it might still be there, 
but I feel like we're we're beyond that. I don't see. Yeah, I like the classics, much. the things that are like they're never going to go out of style. It's my you know, give me an example, like um, a nice leather jacket. That's out of style. No, it's not for me. For you, but not but like classics, like yeah, like yeah. staple no, I mean, closet like you could staples. You know, yeah. like great pair of jeans. Great pair of jeans, but then the, here's the thing: Are they what is a great pair of jeans? Skinny, boot cut, straight, uh, slim flare? fit, slim fit. Okay. Yeah, just sl- not baggy. That's probably that's great probably pair of white sneakers. You can yeah. wear that with anything, but like, yeah, Converse. You're never gonna go out of style. Just wear them with gonna, anything. Converse are never gonna go out of no. style. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know. Anyway, anyway, black dress. All right. Cute black dress. Yeah, uh, you definitely need a black Never dress. Never going to go You need a black dress. No. When do you unpack? First thing when you get home from vacation or dilly-dally? I used to be a dilly-dallier. That has been my MO my entire mm-hmm. life. Yeah. These days, I get a sense of control, like doing it sooner. Certainly my mean? own bag. Like I will unpack sooner. that within 24 hours. The family stuff, like when we came back from the cabin, it was slower, like getting Ben's stuff like washed and folded because he has so much stuff. He has so many T-shirts. He has so many this, so many that. It's like – but I do like to get a grip on it sooner rather than later now. How about you? Yeah. I would like – it feels good to be the person that unpacks immediately. Yeah. But it also feels good to let it sit for a week. Does that include the family stuff? Like if you go somewhere and you pack food? No, the food stuff goes away right away. And like stuff, like swimming stuff or like kids stuff. Swimming stuff is usually in our luggage. But like if it's like toys and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like I imagine. So we're going to go to San Diego in, you know, a week or whatever. And we're going to be packing like canopies and like bunch of food bins and yeah. summer things and SPF. Like I imagine that stuff will get unpacked before the rest of mm-hmm. any of our personal items. Are you driving? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Five hours. It's five You've done hours. it. You just did it with Cerise's trip. And we did fine. it. That's six hours. This is five hours. They did okay. I actually had a lot of nerves heading into the LA trip. I don't have as many nerves heading into the San Diego because the kids did pretty well. Yep. Revy remembers though that it was a long time and she's like, uh, she wants to be on an airplane. But then the problem with the airplane is when you land, we would also have to pack car seats or something because then how do you get from the airport to the the house? Yep. And we don't need a car all week. We never like, you know, so it'd be like, okay, well, do we pack the car seats and lug those around and then just not need them all week? Or do like we rent yeah. a car and then it just sits in the garage and John was like, let's just drive. Yep. So yep. we're driving. How long are you staying? A week. Okay. Saturday to Saturday. Wow. It's a nice trip. Yeah. It's a nice trip. Yeah. It's a nice trip. Um, black or red licorice? Red. I know your answer. Yeah. Yeah. Black. The problem, I mean, here's the problem with black licorice these days. Black licorice is my absolute, one of my very favorite flavors on the planet. Yeah. Is black licorice. And licorice is not gluten-free. But we found good black gluten-free licorice for you. That's right. Those Scotty dogs. I got to order them. Oh my God. I forgot about those. For August. You sent them. 
Um, they're, they're so Scotty good, dogs. right? You love Scotty them. They're delicious. licorice. If you guys are, I forgot about those. Ashley. If you're gluten-free and you like any kind of licorice, red licorice or black licorice, they have online. Scotty dogs. On Amazon. Scotty dogs. Colleen found them and she sent them to me and they are very good. Dynamite. I liked, I, you cannot, I liked them as just a licorice yeah, person. The they're delicious. Yeah. They're delish. Yeah. Um, okay. What's the other one? If you could have one cuisine for the rest of your life, one kind of food. Yeah. What would it be? Italian. Oh, any, yeah. Because here's specific? what you've got. You've got, uh, they have delicious salads with like vinaigrettes. Uh-huh. Okay. This was one of my fa- – you wouldn't think that this would be one of my favorites gestational diabetes-wise, and it was. Because then you got meatballs and marinara. You can go for that course. Oh, yeah, you can. You've got some nice meats, some sausages even, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's a var- – it's not just noodles. There's like lasagna. There's like eggplant lasagna. There's all yeah. kinds of – or if you want your pasta, you can go that route. Yeah. Wines are delicious. There is wine. A lot of Italian mm-hmm. wine. Coffees, the Italian coffee is good. You know, this mm-hmm. is like yeah. All right, the desserts are solid, and there's a pizza. variety. Pizza, yeah, Italian yeah. is. I think, not even. I think I that is my answer, but I think that's the answer. Primo problem. It's not Mexican me. food. So you no um, Mexican food. I don't actually really like. I only like the drink. What Mexican food? I don't really chips I, and guac. I mean, I'm, I'm, margaritas. Huh? Yeah, I mean, well, no, margaritas I'll take, but I don't care about, like, the rice and beans and burritos and tacos. Okay, fair, Tacos fair. I like. Yeah. But the reason that I like Mexican food is because there are a lot of gluten-free options. Yep. Italian hit, hit – now, if I lived in Italy, gimme. Yeah. Because you can have all the – I can have all the gluten over there. But here in America, not so much. It would be – I'd be sick if I had it. Yep. I don't love the Mexican food enough. I don't feel like there's enough veggies. There's enough whatever. Mine is Thai food. Smart. I love Thai food. A lot of veggies. Lots of veggies. Tons of flavor. A lot of meat. You got the no- they got noodles. They got rice. So you get in the carbs. Yeah. Tons of Curries. meat. Curries. They. I, I tell you the mango sticky rice dinner dessert. I mean top top tier. Does that's top tier. Thai iced tea. Okay. Thai, I yeah, mean that's, that's not that's solid. probably not blood sugar friendly. But this that. is a solid answer though. Thai. Yeah. Thai food. Yep. Okay. Did you say you had some stuff? I mean, I can keep going. There's no, more give me, give me one more. Okay. Um, if money were no object, what would you buy or where would you go? If money were no object, what would I yeah. buy or where would I go? I would take all of our friends and all of their spouses and I would get a luxury yacht because I've been watching too much oh. below deck. And I know you don't have to come. You should. I would have major FOMO. Oh, my God. You'd have too much FOMO. But when they get all the toys out, the water trampolines and the slides and they're vibing and they're drinking and then they and then you stop and like I would do one where you could stop and spend a couple days on land, but like Mm -hmm. in different places, like like a Italy, Croatia situation, like all along Mm -hmm. that area, Mediterranean vibes, you know? My dad does those. He does like um yeah, luxury like a 30 person cruise ship. Oh, yeah. wow. And it's like they get all their friends, like 30 of their friends and then they go and they just have them in this boat and then they have like stopovers and they're in the Mediterranean for a week. Oh my god, do they have the best time of their lives? Yeah. Yeah. And you would not like this. 
I don't think so. I don't want to have anything to do with water boats. I just get motion sickness really bad. Oh, we'd fix you up. We'd yeah, patch you up. That's the thing. As long as I didn't get sick, yeah. I could I mean I would get down. Yeah. You do but I'm very nervous. There's about no being world sick. in which I pay for a luxury yacht and you're not on it. Yeah, no, I'd have to be there. That's the thing. Like I would, there's no, there's no world where you would do that and say, I'm bringing everybody. And I would say, well, I might have nausea. Like there's no world. I'm not on the yacht. I would have a lot of anxiety leading up to the yacht. Yeah. It'd be like weekend with Bernie. You'd be sick the whole time, but we'd like drag you in the photos. Right. No, that's exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You could tranquilizer me so that I wouldn't ever feel sick, but like I would, you know, my body would be having a great time. Yeah. Oh my God. I, this I, is not um, related and I want to hear your answer, but you were talked about with Chris and I just last night, we have to go to, uh, we have a, we had a situation. We had a friend over a wine glass broke. No big deal. Like that's just what happens. This is part yeah. of the thing. So we were going to hop on over to the place we bought it and buy a couple more. And then we thought, should we buy five more? Because Ashley's in town and Chris said we could offer her an advance discount. Like how many wine glasses do you think you're going to break? Pay for them in advance, get 20% off. Depends how how many how long we're spending how much time we're spending together. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, um, I don't know if I'm we a were glass la- a we day were laughing about it as it was a joke ski. I mean, I'm a glass. I break a glass every, and it's like at your house. It's always at my house. Yeah, because we're it's loose. Not we're living. I don't really break things at my house. I don't feel like no. It's just mine. But I definitely yeah. break everything at your house. Yeah, it's wonderful. And sometimes, I can't remember what it was, but there was something that broke when I was there, and it was not my fault, but you guys still didn't believe me. I was like, no, it was like this. It was <laughs> our yard light or something. No, well, that you ran I over. Ran over. <laughs> but there was something, <laughs> there was something that I broke, and you just, you guys were like, ah And I was like, no, it was like that. Like, I just breathed, and it did. <laughs> but anyway, All right, yeah, so I'm what notorious. are you doing with an endless amount of money? I'm buying. Okay, so I had a friend who earned a contest uh, to take a private plane. Okay, so I'm buying a private plane and I'm flying that wherever the hell I want. I'm going to become Kylie Jenner. I'm going to give no fucks about the environment or anybody else on the planet. Yeah, I am flying. That is the way to live, man. Yeah, I'm not actually. You guys, I'm not actually going to become. I'm not going to take a. This is a once in a lifetime thing. This is a timely conversation because I plan to win the billion dollar mega bucks thing tonight. Oh, my life's about to change. Yeah, but then you're going to be on a yacht and I'm going to be on a plane. No, but I'm winning the billion dollars. Right. So, so I get true. to plan it. I okay. <laughs> But I would buy I would buy a plane. Yeah. And a and like a nice one. Yeah. And you know, then I'd have the pilots and all of that. And I would probably buy a house where cuz they have houses that are on these private yeah. airport like strips or whatever john would go back to flight school some people might not know but john has its private pilot's license he's got to keep it up but I, he'd go back to flight school so that he could be good to go we'd buy a house on the landing strip we'd buy a nice plane and then i'd be freaking jetting to oregon basically probably like every day yeah as i say should you know? we buy a neighborhood as well and like yes Places we would want to hang yeah. out. And, and I want to, I want Lindsay and Brandon to move in. I want Nikki and Ryan. Yeah. I want Lindy. And then I want some of those girlfriends that you just have pack to. the neighborhood. I want Everyone gets a house. I want Megan. Yeah. Yeah. Just, br- yeah. Bring all the cool people. Yes. And I want we'll Shannon like and Sean. I want them there. Where we just meet yeah. up and have drinks. Oh, can you imagine? Yes. Yes. This is what I'm trying to create here with key lime cheesecake bars. No one's, no one's accepting my no rose. Shit. 
Yeah. Um, All right. Oh, God, there was something else just on the tip of my tongue. Does John want to fly again? I don't know. I, I forget that he has his that, that that's, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. Because it's I think his thing is it's like very expensive to get flight hours. So I think he's would rather spend the money elsewhere at yeah. this point in his life. But I should ask him mm-hmm. because. But I also don't know, like, if I want my husband flying the plane. No. Yeah. You know? I know. Like, come back here with us. Party with us. Yeah. We'll get someone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You guys know, bless the people who leave reviews. They, like, reading reviews on anything, I love it. Like, Amazon reviews, Mm -hmm. a review of a restaurant. I, before I go anywhere, I'm hitting the reviews and I'm reading what people write. I pour it over. So why not do the same when you're booking a doctor's appointment? It makes total sense. With ZocDoc, you can see real verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more important than finding the right plate of eggs, Benedict. Okay. Um, Listen, ZocDoc is a free app that shows your doctors, shows your doctors who are patient reviewed, takes insurance, your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy, achy back, uh, ash fix your shoulder, uh, fix that yeah. mole, anything, ZocDoc has you covered. They have a mobile app that's easy, as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. You can uh, find and review local doctors as well. So you can read those verified patient reviews from real people. And then you can give back and write a review yourself. And when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that's right for you, book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every freaking month, millions of people use ZocDoc. We're two of them. It's our go-to whenever we need to book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash sip and download the ZocDoc app for free and then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash sip. ZocDoc.com slash sip. Let's land the bird. I just realized that I, I have rant and rave written down mm-hmm. and I don't I didn't write anything, but let's see if I have anything in my uh situation here. Oh I have okay I have a rant. Go for it. I think I can do a rant. My rant is I don't I talked about unsubscribing before. Uh like to email to the to billions email. of emails so like that flood our in, inbox all the time. Yeah. It's like whack Every day, you know, I've got like 50 to 100 yes. unread emails in the morning and 50 of them are bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then when you go in and it's like, I did this to myself, you know, you go online and you're, you got to enter your thing to get the deal or whatever it is. I don't know. I sign up for almost all of them. Sometimes I feel like they're shady ones that somehow find my email address. For the most part, I sign up for them. And then I hate when you go and you click, okay, scroll, unsubscribe. And then it opens another window and it's like, tell us why you're unsubscribing. And so then you have to like, it's like, no, no, no. If I've clicked, if I have done the due diligence to scroll down and find the little unsubscribe button, I didn't slip. 
was not an accident. Yep. Just take me off the list. Yes. You know? Yes. But so then it's like, click there. Oh, well, sorry to see you go. We'd like to know more. No. Tell us why. I'm and not- so I got to do another yes. click to unsubscribe. And then sometimes they're like, and, and I hate it opens this window and it's like, tell us which of the emails Ugh, that you want to get. Right? And you have to then, you got to scan deals. and be like, I want news. Right. I want this. Yeah. I want that. I want to like, hear about this. It's like, where's the one that this. says, show me nothing. I want Send nothing. Me nothing. I never want to hear from you again. Ever. Don't ever. 0%. Ever. Don't come into my ever inbox. Talk to me again. 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 We're I don't never, even care if you bring key lime pie. Ever. I don't want it. I don't want you I or anything you have don't. to say want you hey you hey you you get out of here oh it's the worst my i do appreciate though sometimes because i look at emails from my phone uh obviously and then on gmail on the top sometimes it gives you the unsubscribe little link that you can click and it just says you're unsubscribed but it's not that's not that's definitely not always it needs to be always always. it needs to Mm -hmm. be that easy it needs to be easier it needs to be way easier Okay. My rant, uh, in sports or in high school, you did sports or middle school or whatever. You did sports. Did you ever know how much they cost? Did you ever have to pay Mm -mm. for your sports Mm -mm. stuff? Me neither. I mean, I'm sure we did have to pay, but I don't know. Me neither. And I'm, I just would like to publicly say thank you to my parents for paying for things like soccer and Mm -hmm. trips with the band and things that things I did that were probably very expensive that they never told me that they were expensive because they wanted me to not have to be thinking about that. Okay. Yeah. So I have, um, a family member, someone in my family who is a, um, uh, a younger person, right. She's in, uh, school and she wants to do cheerleading. And this is, um, she doesn't have the benefit, right. The privilege of just not knowing how much it costs. She's going to have to fundraise money to do this. And, um, and it's just alarming to me. So this is a, a young person who's like on a roll, working her tail off in school, right? Not, but like has to pay for this. She wants to cheerlead. What a great sport. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. what a great right. sport. And sports in general. It's $1,400 for her to for th- be to like be what? a cheerleader. Uniforms, this, that? that, the other. Fourteen hundred dollars. Okay, but like a uniform is like a hundred. Like to be part you know, of the cheerleading like program, it is insane. And I don't know the average prices of sports, but I can imagine it's like very expensive, right? Like, yeah. and I hate, hate, hate the idea that. And we're gonna rally as a family and get this done. Yeah, like so this she, is yeah. not gonna, you know. Yeah. But it just it is sick to my stomach thinking about mm-hmm. kids in school who want to do activities more than one and like potentially yeah. or can't yeah because of the price tag and just yeah. the inequity starts there mm-hmm. and the and the realization of oh i'm in a different income bucket yeah. than this person sitting next to me at school starts mm-hmm. there and i just hate that yeah i just hate that it is. I I was reading Glennon Doyle's book again, and um, in it she talks about like 
how ex- this thing, how sports are so all consuming because Dude. now it's not enough to just play a school sport. Like now there's year round and traveling teams yeah. and those have fees. And, and then she's like, and then it's not just a the sport. Then you're traveling. You got to pay for travel expenses and then hotels. And yes. she's like, and it always blows my mind when someone says, oh, my son or daughter got this scholarship to play in college. And she's like, and I find myself thinking, yeah, but didn't you pay like at least that much with all the the years leading up to that, right? Like it's, it's crazy. And it's a big ask financially. It's a big ask time. It's like, it's crazy. Sports are crazy. And, you know, for a family to swing it. Yeah. And then there's the kids who have families that absolutely can't. Mm -hmm. And they just don't. And like, it just sucks. Just sucks. That's a, that's, it's shitty. Okay. What's our rave? Um, let me see if I have a rave my rant uh i don't know if i've talked about this again so i think i need to reset my watch but every freaking i lose my phone like a million times a day yeah and i feel like because i take it with me everywhere and then i just set it places you know so i don't know if you guys have an apple watch and an iphone but on the apple watch you always got your watch on your wrist i'm trying to turn it off right now um you always have your watch on your wrist and there's this thing So you can swipe up from the bottom of your watch, right? You swipe up and your little menu comes on and there's a little bell with parentheses around it Mm -hmm. and it pages your phone. So I'm like looking around the house, you know, did I talk about this already? I believe so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm looking around the house and I find it. Okay. So that's, then I don't have a rave this week. That is my rave that I've already talked about because I had it on my list. Okay. My rave. Can you hear Ellie? I mean, I'm sure I have a rave, but I opened up my second beverage. I got (laughs) one down and I can't think straight. Okay. My rave. uh, I think it was our cabin time as a family. Even though we came home early and I talked all about that over on Patreon where it was a lot. It was too much. I've learned my lesson. I want to be at home. It still had moments, though, of like, ah, this is summer. And like mm-hmm. everything is more fun as a family when you're out and about. Like not not everything, but that vacation yeah. vibe. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like mm-hmm. the meals taste better. Going out and being able to do an activity tastes better. Getting some fresh air, like reconnecting to the outdoors a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Was so, so, so good. And then I wrote down this other little story. Um, so and this just is something that made me laugh. And so I put it down as my rave. But uh so I do the Wordle every day. By the you still way, do. folks, I am on a – how many days has it been? 120. 120 days streak. A third of the a third of the year. Yeah. I've played 194 games. Oh, my God. I'm on a 120-day streak. Wow. My win rate – Therefore, is ninety nine point nine 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 percent. So many of you uh, said, "Call you got to try the Quartal, which is mm-hmm. four games of Wordle at the same time. It's great. Definitely do the Quartal oh, if you that's haven't. What that is. So you okay, put in one know. guess, one word, and then it applies to all four boxes, right? And then you kind of work yeah. on. You have to get all four within like I think it's like nine or within ten guesses or something. So. The other day we were having breakfast and Chris is in the kitchen and I was holding Ellie and I had the phone. So I'm like holding Ellie in one arm. I had the phone on the table. So I was mm-hmm. chicken 
pecking at the phone uh-huh. to do the chordal. Yeah. But he couldn't see my phone because of how my arm was positioned with Ellie. And I think there was like water and coffee and like stuff. You know, my breakfast yeah. was on the table. And he, a- <laughs> he asked me something. But I was in the world of chordal. You're in court. I land. and I'm a, I'm pretty one track minded anyway, so I it's a hard time breaking through if I've got if I'm doing something. Yeah, yeah. So I've got L. She's asleep. I'm sh- finger, you know, whatever. And then Chris has said something, and I don't hear it. So my experience is at some point I'm just I kind of like I'm like, huh? What word should I guess next, or what could that be? And I look up, and yeah. Chris is staring at me like, and I and I'm like, uh, what? And he said, yeah. are you okay? I was like, what do you mean am I okay? And he's like, I've been asking you something. And you are just... And he's like, what? He's like, you just were staring at the table. I thought you'd had a stroke. <laughs> so Chris's experience oh. is he's talking to me. And I'm in- <laughs> like, not just looking at the table, but intensely. Intensely. <laughs> just... <laughs> Staring at the table, unmoving, unwavering. And he's like, I thought you were 100% comatose. (laughs) (laughs) And I can only imagine. I had tears of laughter. I just thought, because I couldn't, I was wishing that I could see me through his eyes. Right. Right at that moment. Staring. (laughs) Just neck down, chin down. You know, Ellie in one arm, just thinking like, what the hell have I done with my life? Right. He's probably thinking you're having an existential crisis or something. Yes. And he's like, I know, you know, you haven't had like a lot of sleep over the last however many weeks and like, you know, but like, whoa, have we crossed a line here? Are you? Are you? He was like, his eyes were very worried. Yeah. I'm like, right. I'm "I'm totally fine. What's going on? He's like, I mean, he was very like, do I need to call 911? Yeah. Yeah. Looked like you were probably, but yeah, I can imagine. Frozen. Frozen. In time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank God you're not. Okay, you guys. Uh, All right. If you love the pod, if you made it this far, regardless whether you love it or not, you've made it this far, hit the yeah. five star button, leave a nice Smash note to us it. in the review section, helps keep the pod going strong. Go. Tell a friend, and you can sip with us always. always. We will see you, see you. next Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.